Act Five of Hecaira, The Mother-in-Law, by Terence, translated by Henry Thomas Riley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One. Enter Parmeno, moving along with difficulty. Parmeno to himself. Upon my faith. My master does assuredly think my labour of little value, to have sent me for nothing, where I have been sitting the whole day to no purpose, waiting at the citadel for Calidemides, his landlord at Myconos. And so, while sitting there to-day, like a fool, as each person came by, I accosted him. Young man, just tell me, pray, are you a Myconian? I am not. But is your name Calidemides? No. Have you any former guest here named Pamphilus? all said no and i don't believe there is any such person at last if faith i was quite ashamed and went away but how is it i see bacchus coming out of our neighbours what business can she have there scene two enter bacchus from the house of phidippus parmeno you make your appearance opportunely run with all speed to pamphilus why thither say that i entreat him to come to your house no to philomena what's the matter nothing that concerns you so cease to make inquiry am i to say nothing else yes that murina has recognized that ring as her daughter's which he formerly gave me i understand is that all that's all he will be here directly he has heard this from you but do you linger <laughs> far from it indeed for i've not had the opportunity given to me to-day so much with running and walking about have i wasted the whole day goes into the house of lakeys scene three bacchus alone <sighs> what great joy have i caused for pamphilus by my coming to-day how many blessings have i brought him and from how many sorrows have i rescued him a son i say for him when it was nearly perishing through the agency of these women and of himself a wife whom he thought that he must cast off for ever i restored to him from the suspicion that he lay under with his father and phidippus i have cleared him this ring in fact was the cause of these discoveries being made for i remember that about ten months ago at an early hour of night he came running home to my house out of breath without a companion and surcharged with wine with this ring in his hand i felt alarmed immediately my pamphilus i said prithee my dear why thus breathless or where did you get that ring tell me he began to pretend that he was thinking of something else when i saw that i began to suspect i know not what and to press him still more to tell me the fellow confessed that he had ravished some female he knew not whom in the street and said that while she was struggling he had taken that ring away from her murina here recognized it just now while i had it on my finger she asked whence it came i told her all the story hence the discovery has been made that it was philomena ravished by him and that his new-born child is his i am overjoyed that this happiness has befallen him through my agency although other courtesans would not have similar feelings 
nor indeed is it to our interest that any lover should find pleasure in matrimony <laughs> but in faith i never for the sake of gain will give my mind to base actions so long as i had the opportunity i found him to be kind easy and good-natured this marriage has fallen out unluckily for me that i confess to be the fact but upon my word i do think that i have done nothing for it to befall me deservedly it is but reasonable to endure inconveniences from one from whom i have received so many benefits scene four enter pamphilus and parmeno from the house of lakes on the other side of the stage once more take care will you my dear parmeno that you have brought me a faithful and distinct account so as not to allure me for a short time to indulge in these transient joys i've taken care for certain for certain <sighs> i am quite a god if it is so you'll find it true just stay will you i feel that i am believing one thing and you are telling another i am staying i think you said to this effect that marina had discovered that bacchus has her ring it is the fact the one i formerly gave to her and she has desired you to tell me this is such the fact such is so i tell you who is there happier than i and in fact more full of joyousness what am i to present you for these tidings what what i know not but i know what why nothing for neither in the tidings nor in myself do i know of there being any advantage to you what am i to suffer you who have caused me when dead to be restored from the shades to life to leave me unrewarded oh you deem me too thankless but look i see bacchus standing before the door she is waiting for me i suppose i'll accost her save you pamphilus oh bacchus oh my bacchus my preserver it is a fortunate thing and gives me great delight by your actions you give me reason to believe you and so much do you retain your former charming qualities that wherever you go the meeting with you your company your conversation always give pleasure and you upon my word possess your former manners and disposition so much so that not a single man living is more engaging than you <laughs> do you tell me so you had reason pamphilus for being so fond of your wife for never before to-day did i set eyes upon her so as to know her she seems a very gentle person tell the truth so may the gods bless me pamphilus tell me have you as yet told any of these matters to my father not a word nor is there need in fact therefore keep it a secret i don't wish it to be the case here as it is in the comedies where everything is known to everybody here those who ought to know know already but those who ought not to know shall neither hear of it nor know it nay more i will give you a proof why you may suppose that this may be the more easily concealed Myrina has told Philippus to this effect that she has given credit to my oath and that in consequence in her eyes you are exculpated most excellent and i trust that this matter will turn out according to our wishes master 
may i not be allowed to know from you what is the good i have done to-day or what it is you are talking about you may not still i suspect i restore him when dead from the shades below in what way you don't know parmeno how much you have benefited me to-day and from what troubles you have extricated me nay but indeed i do know and i did not do it without design i know that well enough could parmeno from negligence omit anything that ought to be done follow me in parmeno i'll follow for my part hm, i have done more good to-day without knowing it than ever i did knowingly in all my life coming forward grant us your applause end of act five end of hekira the mother-in-law by terence translated by henry thomas riley